Good afternoon, my fellow Michiganders. Good afternoon, my fellow Americans. Got a pretty good live today because I'm really excited about this week's guests that are going to be coming on the Grassroots Army podcast. And so just a few things. If you're not following us on all platforms, I strongly encourage you to do so because we are getting out there. The Grassroots Army is growing on YouTube. I think we're at 86,000 subscribers, folks. We were around 8,000 subscribers this past November in 2022, and we have grown all the way to 86,000 subscribers now, which we're growing at a very, very astronomical pace, which is fantastic for our Army. Um, but number two, we're also on Instagram. You can follow us over there, Grassroots Army on Rumble. We have a Grassroots Army page and also on the podcast, the Grassroots Army. So we're everywhere. We're growing, which is fantastic because more and more people, what I like to say, ordinary people are now doing extraordinary things. And this week we have Riley Flack and also Pastor John Aman. Chukwu, hope I said that right, Pastor John. Um, he's coming in on Wednesday, and I'm going to show you a couple highlight reels of them speaking at some school boards. And I'm really excited to continue to give this platform to the people because the corporate media does not like to tell us the truth. They only push out a narrative, and that's on both sides of the aisle, unfortunately. And that's what I want to continue to do is give you all up-to-date, accurate, and truthful information, which brings me to my next point. Now, reports are starting to say that the Democrats are instructing the FBI to seal the Nashville shooters manifesto, a manifesto, excuse me, to avoid a public scathing. All right. Now, look, you know, we just want, number one, congruency and transparency in our media. We don't like narratives. Could you only imagine if a white man, young man, let's say, went and did this horrible thing it would be plastered 24-7 on the media, nonstop. It would be everywhere. It would be thrown down our throats. They would be throwing out the manifesto everywhere so everybody can see it, how horrible and evil this person was. It would be everywhere. But all we hear from the corporate media, especially the liberal side, are crickets. Now, why is that? Oh, because this person was transgender. So they're not releasing this because we don't want a public outcry to transgenders. No, we want a public outcry. Let's get, let's get this straight to evil. I don't care what walks of life you are from, what nationality that you are from, what your beliefs and values are. When somebody does these horrible things, we want the truth and we need to come together as a community, as a people to make sure this stuff happens. But they are going to push out a narrative, and that's what they want to continue to do, that guns are bad, yada, yada, yada. It's, it's nonstop, okay? So, again, they're not releasing it for some reason. We will probably find out something soon, and I'm sure it will be all over the news when it comes. But why aren't you releasing it now? Give the people the truth, okay? Um, another thing, President Trump got indicted uh, several days ago. Obviously, that is on all the corporate media as they continue to push out. Um, but I, I want to point something out since, you know, we're based in Michigan and this is where this grassroots army has um, started, the foundation of it. You know, if we're going to start indicting people and this I'm just going to put this out there, it's my humble opinion. Then why don't we indict Governor Gretchen Whitmer for her shakedown of those private jets? Do you all remember Back when we weren't allowed to go see our loved ones in the nursing homes and the assisted livings and the elderly homes, et cetera. But Governor Whitmer went on a private jet, right? Private jet to go down and supposedly see her sick 
father. And then she went on a podcast and actually lied about it. Okay? So if we're going to start indicting people, then why don't we start indicting her for that? And you know what? And why we're at it? Why don't we start asking questions about those governors? You know, those governors who put all those COVID-infected elderly in nursing homes, resulting in the deaths of thousands and thousands of our elderly. So why don't we indict Cuomo, Newsom, Governor Whitmer, and a couple others? We always want the truth, don't we? If you're going to indict our former president on those garbage charges, why don't we start indicting people for what it what we really want to know, right? The deaths of thousands of our loved ones in nursing homes. And when our corrupt politicians are flying down privately on, I don't know, your taxpaying dollars or donors' dollars to go see her supposedly sick dad when we couldn't. Interesting concept, right? Interesting concept. So I would like just to put that out there. You know me, I'm going to call it how I see it. And but I'm real excited to show you a couple speakers that I'm going to be having on this week. First one is Riley Flack. And make sure that you follow these folks on their platforms. I will be including the links to their pages. But if you just look up their name, Riley Flack and Pastor John Amanchuku, um, you will find them. Okay, they are doing some great things throughout the nation. And I want to show you a couple of video clips and highlights of what they both have been doing. So uh, Mr. Riley Flack will actually be on this show Tuesday, April 4th, 6.30 p.m. live, mind you. So here he is. School board in America. Uh, I was happy to help um, expose you guys and your actions. Um, there is lots of good teachers in, in our town. Um, they aren't well represented by you guys. The level to which you have, have gone to ignore the actions you have taken is astounding to me. You forced boys into my daughter's bathroom and then advocate to vote for the very lady who, who, who forced that to happen. So uh, you obviously have not um, um, reversed your position on that. You still think that boys should follow my daughter in a bathroom. Does anybody up there have a daughter? Would it be okay if I followed her into a bathroom? Anybody okay with that? There's pornographic books in our libraries and, tr and drag queen teachers, and you guys are in charge of it. And I'm not going to stop until each and every one of you is removed. You have shown that you're not going to change course. And I'm not going to stop. And I, I would encourage you to step down now. Clearly, you, ha you are defending defenseless positions. Putting a boy in my daughter's bathroom is crazy. And, and thinking that a boy can be a girl simply for saying it is also crazy. We, we fought you guys to get and got a state law passed. And now, and clearly, because that's, that's, that's what is the right thing to do. And, and it took a law to stop you guys from doing that. There's lots of good going on, but Hitler built schools. What, what is actually happening cannot be ignored. And I'm not going to let it be ignored. 
the, the school counselors that I grew up with are gone. Mr. Gordon sent me an email today. He will not tell me if our school counselors are ASCA certified. ASCA, their 2021 position statement, it is an expectation, not the exception, for school counselors to in integrate multiculturalism and social justice into their work as advocates and leaders. These counselors are not here to help our children anymore. They're here to indoctrinate them and stand by. I'm so excited to have him on. Um, it is just going to be my pleasure and honor to have him on, Mr. Riley Flack, uh, again, April 4th, this Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. live, and it will be broadcasted live on all of my channels, my YouTube channel, which is growing to 86,000, um, Grassroots Army. It will be on the Rumble Grassroots Army, also be on the Grassroots Army podcast. Um, it will be uploaded shortly after the live, obviously. So i um, excited to have Mr. Riley Flack on. And the, the last one I want to talk about today is Pastor John Aman Chukwu. Okay. Um, he's been hitting the rounds across the nation right now. He's been speaking a lot. He was actually just in Grand Rapids this past week speaking. So we're very honored to have him on. And I want to show you a little preview of what we're going to expect. The guy is just killing it right now um, on, on, the, on the speaking spectrum. So let me show you. All around the country, this image is used as a depiction to explain equality and equity. But here's the flawed logic of equity. The tall gentleman has to give up his crate so that the short person can stand on the crate. Here's a better idea. Instead of watching the game for free from the fence, how about purchasing a ticket to get in the game and sit in the bleachers along with the rest of the crowd? The Office of Equity started in 2013, and this year marks the 10-year anniversary of this pet project. Since 2014, $8.7 million in counting has been spent on race baiting, race hustling, reducing standards, CRT, grooming, and normalizing transgenderism instead of appropriately labeling it as gender dysphoria. And where, and where are the measurable outcomes from the Equity Office? This is what we do know. Nearly 50% of our graduating class in 2021 failed math and reading standards, while we tout that we have a 91% graduation rate. All students have a 6 out of 10 chance to pass state exams in grades 3 through 8. Black students have a 4 out of 10 chance to pass all state exams in grades 3 through 8. This is the hard truth that no one will tell you. Equity will not fix the dire marriage rate in the black community. 80% of black homes are led by a single parent, and statistics show that this has a negative impact on children mentally, socially, and academically. Going woke won't bring daddy home. The answer is not diversity, equity, and inclusion. The answer is faith, family, morality, and education void of special interests. Equity is the transmission of a disease called communism. Equity lowers the bar, overlooks merit, and puts the focus on skin tone only. Equity is legalized theft because it takes from the productive person and gives to the unproductive person. 
In the early 2000s, there was a two to three year wait list, wait list to be a Wake County teacher. Today, we're approximately 400 teachers short. The general feedback that I hear from teachers is that the focus is on equity, 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 more equity and more and more equity. Instead of focusing on the equity, the teachers don't have the ability to even discipline the students and correct their violent behaviors. I believe that we need to take the money from the equity office and put it towards repairing West Cary. What a great lineup that we have this week. Pastor John Amanchukwu will be on Wednesday, April 5th. 6.15 p.m. right where you're seeing it right now. So if you want to catch it live, you can go to our YouTube channel, Grassroots Army, which is growing at a very astronomical pace, up to 86,000 subscribers now. Went from 8,000 back in November to now 86,000, so it's blowing up. Our Rumble channel, Grassroots Army, is growing strong. Obviously, we're on Instagram at Grassroots Army also, and obviously on all the Facebook platforms that you're watching right now. So very excited about what's going on as you start to see more and more ordinary people do extraordinary things. And that's one thing that you have seen and witnessed throughout this movement, which started, oh my goodness gracious, April 9th, 2020. We're coming up to our third year anniversary when this all this hot garbage first started. Um, I will be releasing a three-year anniversary video to show the progress of the Grassroots Army, what we've been doing as a people. But folks, remember time and time again, the power of one can lead to the power of many. And you never know what small act that you may say or do, a Facebook post that you may post, a video that you may do, a conversation that you may have, they may literally change lives of millions tomorrow. And I want to close on this again because our former president, President Trump, was indicted. Well, if we're going to start indicting former presidents and politicians, then I think we should start indicting folks who have definitely done some wrong. If you all remember in the past that Governor Whitmer flew down on a private jet, secretly, mind you, to go see her supposedly sick dad when we weren't allowed to see our elderly in our nursing homes, assisted living um, centers, et cetera, but she did. And then she went on a podcast and lied about it. And of course, I would also like to know what happened with all of those COVID-infected elderly that were putting nursing homes that died, the thousands upon thousands of them in the states of New York, Michigan, Pennsylvania, California, and I think Illinois was also in there, if I remember correctly. Why don't we start investigating those governors, too? If you're going to start to put this out and indict our former president, I would like to know those answers. And I'm sure all of you would, too, as members of this grassroots army. So tune in this week. It's going to be an exciting week. And uh, we'll continue to stand up. And you never know what will happen when you do. Because... Our country, our state, our local communities are all at stake now. And it's going to take all of us to come together as a people, as a community, as a country to get this through. So until next time, God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And of course, and always, God bless these United States. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.